Bibbles right. Ah, ah. I'm a man. Ah, ah. I go out. Ah. I don't even Here we go. Z- ah. How's your fat levels? Is you, are you feeling? Are you feel, you're looking good. I like the black tea. Black's quite slimming, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't, I'm just saying it is. But you look good, mate. Don't get offended. I think you look great. I think you look good. I think you look good. I like your haircut. You've gone for a, um, a real short on the sides. Can you take the headphones off and give the um, viewers a bit of a periffs oh yeah that's a nice fade you've gone for the nice fade and i like a bit of fringe growth there's a bit of salt a bit of salt in that pepper which is nice there's gray's in there gray's anatomy and i like it excellent beard bobby knuckles would be proud and you're looking good man looking good. what about me but fat in the face eh? had too many hey, pies right. this, i've had too many pies this weekend i reckon we went out for a me and Sophie went out for dinner last night at, at a place called Fifth Street. And oh, Sophie sounds said, so hipster. <laughs> it really was, actually. <laughs> we had we had beef tartare. Oh, you fucking... Which is like, which is like you know, raw beef. Yes. So good. Yum. Did you... Did huge, you... huge, huge ribeye. And then we had strawberry fair and I had a dessert. <gasps> I got home and I shit myself. <sighs> How's your poos these days? Are you frequent? Big ones? Mornings? I'm better at the moment, eh? Yeah. Health. Give us a health status. <laughs> no one cares. I care. Who gives a fuck if no one cares? I care about your mates. That is so far in the background. So, Sucky. <laughs> Can't hear you, mate. Oh. She respect you. <laughs> she does so. She respects Uncle Joel. Well, she said that last night. This this waiter that uh, that was like our waiter. She goes, "That's John's half brother." Right? Oh fuck! How many times <laughs> I get the lookalikes? Fuck you, look like such and such. Uh, I saw this guy at the like, airport. Thought he was you. I was like, you know that uh, John's actually got a half brother, right? Eh? And then I was <laughs> yeah. like, is that actually John's half brother? <laughs> Might be. Didn't even know. Oh no. Oh, what's wrong, bro? Oh, no, no. I was just looking at my show tabs and I've got a couple hey, up uh, here. Anyway. Oh, we need a Ukraine update for the for, for, uh, Tim. Ukraine. Yeah. Yep, for, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, I'd just like to give a formal welcome. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Fu Man Swoop podcast. This is your uh, one of the two hosts, Joel and Cool Kelly speaking. And I'd uh, just like to welcome everybody for uh, tuning in and, uh, and uh, entertaining our whims. How was that for an intro? Average? This is horrible. Was it? Welcome to Joel Here we go. and Juan Joe's podcast called Fu Man Swoove featuring Venetian Blind Broken. <laughs> featuring... Also, fe- also featuring an awesome jade plant. Um, <laughs> hey, he's great, growing man. so good. Can I show off my new acquisition this weekend? It's one of those little jelly bean plants. Yeah. How yeah. cool um, is that? Um, 
put that towards those blinds. <laughs> well, well, it's the eight dollars. Welcome to the family, Jelly Bean <laughs> Succulent. Welcome, hide in my hide in my no my hide in my ear. Hoggy in a lick. Air floor. Give me a little. Give me a little hoggy. Give me a hoggy in a lick. Hey, so welcome everybody. Um, we're here to talk got, shit as per usual. We've got a few things to cover this week. It's it's very there's very little boogie boarding content. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm sure about um 40% of the listeners will be like, thank the heavens, and the other 60% will be like, Oh damn it, I wanted to hear you guys roast oh. the latest shit comp in the world. Do you know what was sick though? What was the sick? Sandy Beach Boogie? Is it called the Sandy Beach Boogie Bash? Oh, I've been out of the L-O-O-P. Is there highlights and stuff? Is it cool? Uh, I, I love the Sandies. It's so cool. I'd love to go to one of those comps one day. That'd be so sick. It's like two yeah, it foot, but it just slams on that. Little, I think they call it midpoint or something, where Aka Lyman oh. used to do his thing. Isn't that just Sandies, like maybe down the beach or something? Or is it the same? Yeah, Sandies. Like these like different sections. Uh, there's different places that uh, sections are on the beach that there's mm. like a little reef reef um, there. And then there's the shorey and then, mm. yeah, you don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew how to know about lots of things. Um, so what's on the agenda, mate? I've got a few things. I've got about three to four to five, I've got about five topics to cover. So um, yeah, we've got a busy agenda for tonight, don't we? We do actually. We, we we've sort of upped our game here. I've upped my uh, webcam game. Um, Jolan's upped his uh, microphone game. But we have to work on the camera game uh, <laughs> and the background game. I'm working on the background game a little bit. I've got yeah. a Blake Town Blake Town photo in the back. I've got oh, a nice. Metal Gear Solid, but a, a Metal Gear Solid art. Ooh. Jolan, did you ever play Metal Gear Solid in 1998? No, I was too busy um, partying, fucking, and playing in a punk band. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah. Have a first wank, eh? Hey, like. <laughs> I was too busy doing man things, playing at the number nine in Gisborne. Just in your late 30s, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah. Surfing up a storm at Pines, Pines Mafia, <laughs> me and J- Jared Ferris and the Quirk Brothers and... And um and Billy and all the crew. It's good times. Gillies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, burst my bubble, but you know, if anybody's <laughs> out there that has played the original Metal Gear Solid that came out on PlayStation One, you know that it's still one of the best games of all time. John. I so I went away from gaming through pretty much 96 i sort of threw it away and then i got back into it in 2000 so i had like a four-year gap and i got back into it with playstation 2 and um the first call of duty man like the first one that came out do you remember that that was cool eh? it was so sick it was like, oh my God, here we go. This is a really awesome. I just loved how you could, it was all about a bit of stealth in the first couple of chapters where you really had to stealth your way through the bunkers and then like jump over the last little wee thing. And then you're into German territory. So a lot of stealth, a lot of sniping, and then just fucking. Was, brr, that, brr. was that Call of Duty or was that Medal of Honor? Uh, sorry, you got me. It was Medal of Honor. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of it. Thank you. Hey, I'm 96 years old. The memory is a bit flayed. 
frayed, yeah, I should say. Yeah, but you bastard. Good work, though, oh. geeky. Good work. Hey, hey, I can't share my screen. It says host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh, here we go. Cool, yeah, I, I need to Thanks, sort mate, this eh? out. Um... Thanks, mate. Eh? <laughs> oh, no. I have to go through this oh. shit again. Google how to. <laughs> no, just kidding. Here we go. Whole fire. Oh. Okay, so while we're on it, um, general T Ukraine update. I haven't really been keeping up with it too much, but um, I know that uh, you know Ukraine are pushing. They've they've taken parts of Huskies back from the Ruskies, but the Ruskies are really yeah. sort of seem to be consolidating their their position of power uh, in the east. Um, not a, I haven't been watching any war porn though. I've been avoiding that. You know, that's a wise idea. I would have thought it's mm, mm. a wise idea. I love listening to Tim and Joel just like riff mm. about that and vaccines and same. <laughs> just cracks me up. Oh, did you listen to Tim? Tim talking about how what he was going to go to go to. He's going to a dress up party yes, and what yes. he was going to get dressed up in. And it was yes. like things like, um, oh, was it like Epstein? Um, what else was it? Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? That so was amazing. Good. What did he say? Yeah. Uh, and then he went as shitty old freaking um, Danny from, um, what is it? Greece. Oh. So lame, wasn't it? Way to get Timbo to uh, build me a new kitchen, eh? <laughs> have you already got him on the fucking books, have you? Get old Joe, get old Joe, paint up. I'm get having such a paint up. I'm having such a boomer moment, eh? Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, fuck, I'm a dummy. Here we go. Now you're all good, son. Now you're all good. If you want to share anything, um. Yeah, I just, but, um, little... just while you're doing something, I wanted oh, yeah. to, and I'll, it's a, and it's on topic. The Joel and Tim show. One oh, of my yeah. show notes was to talk about. Um, oh no, this is your one. So we're going to go back. We're going to go back to your Sandy's um, little chat. Uh, the Sandy's uh, Sandy's Beach Comp, and it's chippy once again. Oh, oh. really? You stop sharing then. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to... Yeah, I did that on purpose. Oh. Yeah, we're going to have to... Away! Okay. Well, you're back. You're back. What are you doing, buddy? What are you doing, mate? Oh, this is dead a... air. This is what a... they call... This is what they call dead air in the industry, mate. <laughs> I'm turning was... it off. Okay, I was just about to share something. Yeah, share, 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 share. Yeah. So, back to um, the Joel and Tim show. Um, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about one of their little wee initiatives. Oh, have you got on gallery? Got... Sorry, bro. Have you got on gallery? Yeah, mate. I'm already, I'm already sorted, bro. I'm already sorted. Sweet, sweet, sweet. sweet. Yeah, you don't need to ask that. I think it just sets up normally now. Um, right, but, um, what I wanted to do was show something about the Joel and Tim show. One of their little wee initiatives, you might say. A little initiative, much shake is uh, so for those of you who can see this podcast, <laughs> John, Joel, and Tim uh, are doing a bit of a hey, support the show campaign, you might say. 
Okay. So all you really need to do, if, if you if you listen to the show, you know, you can pledge a bit of money to them to help them for um, Tim's cocaine habit or, or Joel's um, plant uh, flora habits. So if you, if you can see the screen here. I'm on the Joel and Tim show. You can just find the link in the Instagram account. And look, I'll click the uh, I'll click the support the Joel and Tim show right here. I'll walk you through it. Now, I'm pretty sure there's a few tiers here. And as you'll see, there's three tiers. $5 is the Cobden um, tier, which is the first tier. Second tier is the Cororo tier, or Ooh. otherwise pronounced as Cororo. Uh, so that's $20 per month. Oh, because the Carora. Carora. Bloody Carora. And the top tier for $50 a month is aptly named Blake Town. So if you're feeling very generous and you've uh, got deep pockets, get in there. But I just want to show you guys that I'm going to pledge my namesake, uh, my hometown, which is Cobden. I'm about to join right here. Um, just click the join button and I'm about to go through to the next thing and um, fill out me um, details. Um, that's a bit boring though. I probably shouldn't do this while everyone's watching, but I'm about to do that very shortly to do the Cobden contribution. For, I think I can afford $5 a month. I wouldn't mind some transparency, uh, Joel and Timothy. So if yep. you could uh, let us know where my hard-earned $5 is going. Is I hope it going it's going to Yemen. Yeah, maybe it should go back to Iraq. Everyone's forgotten about <laughs> Iraq. Like, you maybe know. it should go to Vietnam. Hey, yep, could do. Poor Nami's, they got fucking hammered. Um, they used Agent Orange in Vietnam, didn't they, for the first time? Didn't they? Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> good wholesome character. stuff. It was character building. Yuck! It's horrible. I'm gonna uh. stop sharing now. But anyway, back um, to the war on Ukraine. Te- yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, so look, you know, like you're just looking through the Reddit. There's some horrendous stuff on there. Oh, I don't even go there, man. Yuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just seems to be an entrenched sort of ground war now, isn't it? And, um, yeah, I don't know. I Is just it... love, I love, I love how the media, like you know, it's basically you know the most, uh, you know, I mean, there's war in Europe again, isn't there? Like full scale war in Europe. Yep. And um, our media is like, oh, we put it on it for a couple of weeks. That'll do. Yeah, this is boring, man. But oh, so what are you, you're saying um, that there should be more coverage in New Zealand? Well, I don't know if, it's, uh, if it should be more coverage or... Mm. It's just, you know, it's just flavour of the month reporting, isn't it? It's just pathetic. Yeah, yeah it is. It's just pathetic. Like I don't. I haven't watched six o'clock news in so many years because it's just flavor. It's disease of the week and flavor of the month. I went round to the Roddens this evening, um, and they watched the six o'clock news, and I had to endure the six o'clock news, and it even blended into the seven o'clock, you know, special that they have on a Sunday night. Yeah, and the cool. news, the news was very boring. But the uh, the seven o'clock special was about trans athletes, which I thought is a good little topic that we can talk about because <laughs> there was I think there were seven of us in the room, um, aging. Between. That would have been a lighted conversation. <laughs> Fucking hell, it was, mate. I was in there for one, so of course it was bloody. 
In Lawton. In Lawton. <laughs> Bunch of ghosts talking about trans people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was also yeah. laughing about um about the fact that, you know, you can imagine there's some fucking farmers out the back of Moana, you know, that are like watching the seven o'clock, you know, thing and thinking they'll be saying to their wives like, oh, fuck, these fucking faggots are on TV. <laughs> oh, check this out. Oh, what are these fucking idiots up to? Chopping their bits off to become different types of sexes. Oh. <laughs> These clowns on TV love. Oh, dear. Where's going oh, to hand, yeah, hell yeah. and hand basket? Oh, the world's gone upside down. Now you've got <laughs> men trying to compete in netball and you've got female trying to compete in mountain biking. Look, I tell you what, get hopeful on the line. Get hopeful on the line. We'll see. Yeah, hopeful, hopeful Christian on the fucking line. We'll he's dead, me. He's dead, me. Is he? Yeah, I think he's dead, actually. Hopeful. No, he won't Didn't be dead, much. Mate. I think he bailed out before all too the court much. cases come through. To me, to me, fiddling, to fiddling. Hopeful ain't going to heaven, that's for sure, is he? He's going to an extra little part of hell. Like you get the initial hell, and then you get the the kitty fiddler hell. That's the one where it goes bad. I think through the bad spot. Um. So the, look, the main themes. Uh, look, there's one thing I did want to touch on. Um. Uh, touch away, uh, touchy. Quickly, uh, bodyboarding in the world is Breakwall in Port Mac is under threat. And, oh, what? Yes. So Kingy's posted, uh, Damien King's no. posted on his Instagram. Shout out, Kingy. So the council or whatever you call them over there, they are planning to extend the tip head, you know, the Breakwall itself by 60 boulders right at the end. Um, and I've always thought, so, you know, potentially it could ruin the wave. You just don't know. Or you just don't know what it could do. And and I've always thought the same thing with Blaketown. Like the council every now and again has, what was the regional council, have bold, like bold, like boulders down the side of the tip head at, at Blaketown over the years. And it hasn't affected the wave. No, um, they did it to the wave I, trap just recently, yeah. Uh, can you imagine like the if the knock-on effects that like any dis- real design changes would ever have, good mm. or bad for Blaketown? Because like, <gasps> well, that would break problems. my heart. Yeah, that would break my heart, man. I would fight. I'd be outside the council with placards saying, "Bring back Blaketown! Bring black! <laughs> bring black! Bring oh. back Blaketown!" <laughs> <sighs> I always, I've always, I've always thought about that, but yeah, that was quite interesting. Just so, um, everybody have a look at Kingy's uh, Insta. I think there's an epic shot here. Actually, I'll quickly share my screen. Please do that. But and while you're on this topic, oh, did you see? Did you see the? Um, you know how they do the at at, at Port Macquarie? Do the they do the challenge, the teams challenge? They did that recently at Breakwall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some good surfing going on, and it was breaking right into the tip head. It's like, it's like you know the Cobden side of of Greymouth, but actually barreling. Oh yeah, look, that's an old photo of Kingy. That's amazing. That, I think it's just a screenshot, eh? That is like, I remember seeing that years and years ago. Wow, what an yeah. amazing! It's a, it's basically a slabby reef break, but it's not. It's a reef break that's breaking in a river mouth scenario. That's like heavier than a reef. A lot of reefs. <laughs> a lot of reefs. Yeah, man. That's... But Blaketown gets like that, and you know it's true. It can get like that. 
especially I, low tide corner, especially the old Blackos, mate. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I wish you knew. Hey, I wish you knew about real Blake Town. There's, there's been a couple oh, of sessions man. I've had. There's yeah. been a couple of sessions I've had at like high tide ones where it's like, yeah, this is proper. Oh, no, I'm thinking low tide corner for that kind of lookalike is, yeah, fuck, almost every wave is an eardrop or an acid drop. You, know, you don't you know those... about the corner, mate. You <laughs> shut up about the corner, mate. You, you know those, um, <laughs> you get those high tide sessions where it's like, it, it's so heavy, it feels like low tide, though. You get those banks sometimes. Oh, those north swell high tide down the beach, Rizzo's Peak days. <laughs> Rizzo's Peak. Tizzer's Peak, Rizzo's Peak down the beach days. <laughs> Look at those <laughs> days you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's intense. And just quickly. What, mate? Oh, I'm just sharing content, I'm just mate. Fuck up. Just Hurry up and share multi, this Multimedia. Multimedia. <laughs> oh, look out. There we go. What have we got here? <laughs> oh, that's the... Hey. Who's that bald-headed that's man? A, that's a pipe and a half, eh? Who's that oh. bald-headed man? Oh, he's getting pawed. Oh. That's me next summer, bro. I'm taking the hair off. Oh, how's this little outro? Oh, that's oh. gay. It's very gay. Uh, I love, um, I can see your um, screen there, and it's got Ben's wish list, Bill's surf <laughs> trip. <laughs> so I got Ben's toys. wish list, Bill's couches, couches, Christchurch fatty. Health, food, men's food, jobs. Oh, can't wait to hear you talk about couches. What's your favorite couch you're into these days? <laughs> Imagine people like, Well, we've got to buy a new couch. We're listening we to two people it. talk about buying You never know. Two of, our, two out of our 140 listeners might think, sick, I want to hear about couches because I need to buy a new couch. So tell me some couch stuff, man. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just really want a couch with a recliner. Yeah, you know, like your built-in recliner, yeah, like, and, and one of those, one like of those... my shitty one, yeah, both yeah, ends, but better, but better, yeah. <laughs> just, a, just get... for better. <laughs> and you get the, you get the one, you get the one. Which one? You get the, you, you get the hand one. signals here. What are you doing? The fucking? Are you doing? Like, what are they the called? Wine? The Ottoman, not the Ottoman. No, Chase. So like, you got the big extension out. You know, like an L shape, no. so you can have big snooze up. Oh, I know you're all about those snooze ups, eh? But how can you have a snooze up when you've got a toddler? You'd have to snooze up when she has a snooze up, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll work my way around it, eh? I just put on some bloody, put on some mod bods, put on some Moana. Yeah, too. There you dad's, go. Having a, dad's having a little snooze off. Dad's having a snooze off. Dad's, dad's putting on the, the, um, the babysitter. Don't hassle dad. Who's frozen. Smash you. Now I'm going to put some hassle. headphones on your head, darling. Now this is frozen immersion. Here you go. No, she's about Moana, mate. Ah, uh, Moana. Cool. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, all right. So a few, there's a, one key theme. We've got a uh, we've got a listener contribution. Two listeners contributions this week. We've got uh, mm-hmm. uh, McFake's take to cover. Yep. Also got. <laughs> A audio clip from J Ray. Indeed, we do. To I'm, I don't know what's going to happen here. It's going to be interesting. We've got a first uh, listener, um, but just quickly audio just interaction. 
Yeah, just as a little appetizer, uh, let's watch Joe Biden fall off a bike. Oh, my God. I saw that today for the first time. Hey, you going, team? <laughs> what a great ride. Where am I? I'm, I, oh. Oh. And then I, because I saw this video oh. after oh, I oh. saw the Joe Rogan um, Instagram. Did you see the Joe Rogan one? No. Oh, you did it. What did Joe Rogan say? Old Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Josh. Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> okay, I'll show you. Um, I'll show you the Joe Rogan thing. And I didn't know what it was all about, so I didn't really get it. So let me just share my screen now. <laughs> this is what I saw today. And... <laughs> It's a, it's that classic meme picture of Joe when he got down in the octagon in UFC and interviewed Connor when Connor broke his leg. And so, so many people have been photoshopping it and clipping it out and putting it in random shit. And it is of Joe Biden as post falling off his mountain bike. And Joe's interviewing him. And Joe Rogan himself posted that, which was cool, I thought. So I saw that before the, Rogue, uh, the, um, the Biden fall off. And I didn't know what the fuck, who it was. And I was like, oh, fuck, what is that all about? And then, thank you. Here we go. It's all come full circle, mate. Mate. <laughs> so back to our, um, back to one of our um, interactive uh, listeners, McPake. Has he got a, he's got a little McFakes take. Yeah. Hey. Do you want to do a sting for it, mate? Um, damn it. I should have brought my acoustic guitar. That would have been, I should have prepped that. Next ep, I'll get the acoustic guitar and I'll do a little jingle for that. We'll have okay. to we'll have to make a recording of it so then I can splice it in like a little stinger. What we'll do is I'll record it live on the next potty and then post that potty. You can clip that and use that for future stings, eh? Nah. Yeah, that'd be good. Get a live, nah. bit of live factor and some law factor. Be law factor. Nah. So, um, McFaig's takes is this week. It's can you trust a fat fitness instruct instructor? Well, that can you? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, can you trust? Um, can you trust a? Um, you know, like a. <laughs> can you trust a skinny marathon runner? You can, can't you? <laughs> yes, it's a terrible comparison. Oh, I'm just thinking of things that you can trust. Um, okay, so who's who's the okay? So who's the fat guys or the fat ladies in sports that you can name that are like just those 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 well-rounded people who are like better than you'd ever expect. Like Valerie Adams, but that she's big because of the sport she's in. Yeah, and I'm talking about a sport where it's like you're meant to be. There's a typical body type. Yes. Morgan Brown. In bodyboarding, Morgan Brown is a big, uh, bigger Abo fella from down south oh. coast. What Abo? Aborigine mate. Is Abo? Oh my god! Abo is a slur, bro. What? Oh, see, this is where the world's gone weird and I haven't caught up. I'm too oh. old. Are you serious? Yeah, massively. 
Why? It's well, just it, an, was it's used just a, a, it was used in a derogatory way for decades towards Aborigines. Oh, yeah, right. I just thought it was like a, peoples. I just thought it was a slang as in like, you know, you call me Jolan, but it's Jolo or Jockey or Jolza. Whereas no, the, Evo's. It's, it's like Mary and you actually, that's what I wanted to talk about too, actually. But there is no like there is no slangs for um for Moldy, is there? Unless you're just a dumb white person who can't pronounce it and you say Mary. That's not really a slur. That's just an ignorance on the language. But there's never been oh, it's been used as a slur. What? Just by saying I'm sounding it like pretty Mary. woke. I'm sounding pretty woke now. I don't want to be woke, but <laughs> you're sounding very woke, man. I'm half <laughs> asleep at the moment because you're woke as Fuck. We just lost our whole racist list of base. Nah, I think the people who listening, uh, listening, people who listen are probably all about our um, un-PC chats. And so they should be because it's refreshing in this current climate. But seriously, oh. okay, Abbo's no good. I just thought it was just an abbreviation of Aboriginal. Nah, nah, it was used to, they called them black fellas or Abbo. That is different to Abbo. But no, Abbo. Blackfella and yeah. Abbo. Blackfella has nothing to do with the name. No, but no, no, no. I'm telling it like Abbo is a derogatory slur to <sighs> Aborigines. I mean, they don't even like being called Aborigines anymore. I don't think that. Well, they, they don't mind it, but I think, you know, the, the, the big viewers, you know, First Nations as well. Oh, yeah. They First were there Nations, for like 70,000 years. This is when you go for a little paddle across the Aotearoa, like way over there. <laughs> so just a hop and a skip. What if they ever came across over now, seventy thousand years? Now listen, I've just floated over. I've just go- <laughs> I've just googled. Um, is it rude to say Abbo? Yeah, now, this is what the internet says. Um. Many may not be aware that shortening the term Aboriginal Aboriginal to Abo is highly offensive to Indigenous people due to its historical usage, and it is considered derogatory. But then they also go to say it's considered derogatory like the words coon or or bong. Now, I remember... um, this is totally on PC, but bonga was like a word used for for Maori. I remember in New Zealand, but I didn't know. No, it was that was bo- for Islanders. No, that was. Oh, for was Islanders. it? Yeah. Bonga. Yeah. But I just don't understand how Abo, which sounds just just a shortened version of Aboriginal, but I, and then you've got like comparing it to coon or bong. I don't think it's so the, different. But to me. it's not the it's not the term itself. It's the yeah. way in which it's used. Correct, and that's the where I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I'm getting hung up because for me, when I whenever I've used the word abo, I didn't even know it was. De- I'm just being 100 serious. I didn't even know it was a derogatory term. So there's historical context there. So I'll I'll definitely try and stop using that word for sure because um, it sounds like it's not good. Well, do you, do you know what's funny is like um, is abo. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know how you know how African Americans took the N word back and made it their own. Yes, I so I've actually seen that because I I work with a Maori dim right. Yes. I've seen I've actually seen the word Mary taken back by a lot of people that are proud Maori, right? But they'll use the word Mary 
is a term of endearment to other towards other Maori people. Like so, and I sort of like liken it to interesting. I sort of liken it to take you know because the word term Mary bloody Mary was you know it's I've heard it used mm. you know in my in my own life used as a as a derogatory like a slur towards Maori people. And so oh, I'm a very obviously right. I think everybody knows now I'm a very proud Maori and. Uh, and um i think that there's comparisons between like what i've seen is yeah people taking that negative connotation away from it and using it as a term of endearment towards other maori people like i'll see my cousins i'll be like way up to you bloody mary you know <laughs> I see what you're saying. You're almost taking the piss out of it and having a bit of fun with it, like yeah, yeah, making it making it cool. Whereas, yeah. but see, my um, yeah, my part of the brain still doesn't get it. I get it. I know what you're saying, but my other part of the brain is, it's just usually yes, people will use that word in a derogative sense, but also they don't know how to pronounce the word properly as well. So it's. It's just about tone and context, isn't it? It is like, tone. I, but like my grandparents, I, my grandparents say Mary, but they don't mean anything bad behind it, you know? Exactly. So that sort of proves my point, which is how can you take that word and just the way it's said into, like, you can do that with any word. Like what I'm saying is like people get so hung up on words nowadays and you shouldn't because like you say, it's about tone and context and I just feel like we're just killing words left, right, and center, right? Well, we are. It's horrible. Like, it's horrible. You know, it's like um, there's not going to be there's not going to be much left. It's just going to be um, Elon Musk's Neuralink, and everyone's just going to be not even talking, just telepathically yarning and looking into your thoughts and thinking, Jesus, you think of some weird shit, Jelza. And then, oh, like, like what, what's that Tom Cruise movie where they do the, they stop, the, oh. they arrest them for doing the crime. Minor- they do the crime. Minority Report. Epic film. Epic film, man. Yeah, I think it's just all about tone, context, and the person using it. Because I've heard the word to Mary used in a completely um, innocent and you know harmless way and it's just a way that you know like my grandparents i we had a big talk with my grandparents who are white as can be Hmm. um and you know they said when we were kids in the in the 40s and the 50s we had this conversation only a while ago they said like um we didn't see any brown people we didn't grow up around them we just didn't we barely mix with them and only until they went into the workforce did they meet some brown people they said like because Māori really were a rural people until the 60s and 70s when they started coming to the cities because they started losing their lands and the last bits of land and all that, right? And their farms and things. They couldn't afford to run their farms. You know, I don't want to get into all that. But um, anyway, so they only I really thought that, sort of... No, sorry. I thought they were just coming in to get some fish and chips and the chop, chip shops in there. <laughs> and they stayed. Oh, I'm lost. Oh, I can't find my farm. How do we get these fish? Oh, how do we get these fish and chips, Whitey? You got to get a job. You got to get a job, man. You got to. You got to wait behind the counter for this. You got to get bloody man. Yeah, you wait behind the counter, get some of that fucking paper we call money, and then you can buy some fish and chips, right? <laughs> so, like, um, I don't, I don't know where I, where I was going, going with it, but yeah, it's just all no, about. No, you're talking about. It's just about context. Tone. And tone. Yeah, talking about 
context it's and like tone. The, it's like the word fuck. You can use w- the word fuck as in like to convey real anger <laughs> towards someone. Mm-hmm. But you can also use the word fuck to uh, convey a lot of endearment and, you know, joy. You know, so like, just, like, fuck, he's a good cat, eh? That's one of my, my favourite Kiwi and Aussie like <laughs> language things is the use of the word cunt. There is he's a good cunt, eh? He's a good cunt. I remember I was living in London, I'd be like, this guy's a good cunt. They're like, oh, I know. he's all right. What do you say? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, yeah, a lot of cultures don't understand that we can use that word as a term of endearment. It's amazing, eh? <laughs> so good. I always uh, wind up Sophie about like using words like that. <laughs> well, I does she not like it? Oh, she hates it. Yeah. The C word. Oh, isn't it weird how in New Zealand a lot of chicks hate the C word, eh? They think oh, it's she like some. Mind it. Oh, but I remember a lot of chicks growing up and in adulthood where, oh, no, don't use that word. It's disgusting. Oh. Um, and we got way off. Can you trust a fat fitness instructor? Uh, <laughs> um, my answer to that is yes, you can, you can, because they're working, and as long as they're working, they're not slacking well, off, then you're good to go. I have seen large people that are very fit. Yes, me too. And and, and like really, really fit and really strong, but the the the, the combination of good eating habits and fitness aren't quite there. No. Um, so I don't know if you can quite trust them. <laughs> because you can see it. You can see that they're a bigger person. And you know that that's not just big bones. You can see that there's a there's an <sighs> issue with the food there. Wouldn't it be funny though like you like you're you're in a like a a yoga class or oh, oh, oh. yoga's perfect or a, and they can't even bend over class. properly they're like super tight they can't even touch their toes they come in they're like okay guys let's get ready yes. oh. <laughs> dog. <laughs> the full fat yoga instructor is the ultimate super tight pants all the rolls are out for display <laughs> And they're going down, rightio, we're going to do downward dog, and I'm facing yous backwards. Everyone's <laughs> like, no. There's <laughs> one guy at the back going, I'm, yes. There must, <laughs> there must be so many classes where the fitness instructor's fat, and there's people like, oh, what's going on? But then that fat fitness instructor just canes them. Just, just canes them. He canes them. And they're like, fuck, that workout was one of the best ones I've had in my life. <laughs> But then, but then does that also establish a further degree of mistrust? So like, how can you be that fat, but be that fat? Yeah. So you, what are you doing? What are you doing secretly? You fucking get a little sneaky supplement scan or <laughs> sneaky suppos. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you think about fat athletes. Well, there's a lot come to mind. A few fat surfers. There's a lot in the NFL. Big boppers. There's a lot in rugby. Big boppers. I'm talking about um, the body types where it's like not generally meant to be a the oh, fatty. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, oh, like, like <laughs> sorry, silly. You had a couple of beers, mate. That, that uh, guy, that guy, that guy used to play for the Tall Blacks. 
who was that guy that used to play for the Tall Blacks? I hit the threes all the time. He got who us Phil, to the semifinals. Who, Phil Jones, my mate from Reefton. No, 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 no. Piero Cameron. <laughs> Don't hate on Phil is Jones, it, mate. He's the Piero, king yeah, Piero Cameron. It was Piero Cameron. Oh, it was, yeah, he was a big boy. <laughs> he was a big bopper. But no, that's there's always been big boppers in basketball as well, bro. That's the wrong. No. That's the wrong. Um, what? Always. Charles Barkley was a bit chubby on it back in the day. No, he wasn't. He was cut out of stone. He's just a bit of a fatty nair. No, Barco's got a little fat face like me. He had a real real round head. He had a real round head. Rounded in. Did you say rounded in? What did you just say? I'm editing this out. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. I didn't say the word. I didn't say the word. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Pierre Cameron. Oh jeez! Look how big he is on that. Look how big he is on that towel mouldy um tab. Hard big, left. Oh, he's a big fella. Whoa! I think he was like six three or something. He, was, he, he was had a couple tall. of he had a couple of cordon bleus for Christmas. Oh, do yeah. you know who the ultimate fat athlete was? That <laughs> okay? Well, no. Let's go back. Shaq was a bit fat. Shaq was no, a no, bit no. fat, wasn't he? Shane Warne. Shane. Warne. Oh. There you go. Warney, Warney, Warney. Hey, rest in peace, Warney. What happened to you, mate? Did you take the wrong batch of the vaccine? Because you're a bit young. I know you smoked a fucking lot of cigs. You still haven't uh, watched 12 men. Listen to all the 12 men, have you? No. Get him up here. What above him? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've only watched like the first two when I was like 12 or 13. No, he's cut there. He's got a bit of a gut, but he's not too bad. Oh, there's a good one. Look at that. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> I love him. He's he was the man. He in the 80s, did he did he start in the eighties or the early nineties? Early nineties, bro. And he was the man. Such an amazing, <laughs> such an amazing spin bowler. What the hell? But greatest of all time. The greatest. The goat of off leg offies. The offie, mate. The offie. Greatest of all time. Oh, how's this one? What a chumbo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's this guy? How's this guy with the mustache? You're Whoa, right, right. Sweet right, aviators in the background. Right, one in. Just go right down that corridor and there's a big fat line for you to really snort up right down there. What are you, fat fuck? <laughs> oh, you fat fuck. Get in here. Get a fucking couple of schooners in here. So for people who are listening, we're just having a look at we're just gorging ourselves on mm. Shane Warne's images there because he's a he was a, a chubby mofo, but what an amazing cricketer, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, he? if you know if you if you even want to laugh your fucking head off, uh, you want to listen to all of the Twelfth Man albums, not just one like Joel and has. I listen to two. I listen to two. The first two. The uh, last two are the best. Oh, were they? Mm. Uh, did you listen to Rodney Roode? Because it was for me, it was Twelfth Man and Rodney Roode at the same time. Oh, Shane Wall Cricket, nineteen ninety nine on PlayStation. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. Like I, like I said, I was um, I was gone within that window. So it was from ninety six to two thousand. No gaming. Oh, I was gaming, years. but I was, I was still surfing as well. Not saying getting into surfing. I was just um, you know, rooting and um, playing. Gigs and uh, and so uh, surfing and uh, yeah, yeah. How old were you? <laughs> Was this a setup for a joke, or are you being serious? 
No, I don't ask it. How old were you? In 98? I was 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mate. Okay, so I was... um 14. What, you got... <laughs> 12. No, I was 98. Yeah, 12. No, wait, wait. How old are you now? 41. I'm 35, so you got six years on me. Yeah, so you would have been... 12. <laughs> yeah, I said 12. I nailed it. Bang. That was awesome. I was killing it. Bet you were whacking off. Mazzying? Were you mazzying then? Or? I don't, I don't want I, I have a first girlfriend. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. You pussy. <laughs> we never talk about you, mazzying. It's always you end up like asking me. Whatever. I talked about having a danger wank the other day. Potty, remember? <laughs> of course I do. It's uh, not you. So, yeah, I had my first girlfriend when I was 12. I was power diving a lot. I was living in Kaikota. I was power eating diving. P- eating pussy? Oh, oh sorry. Fuck. Power diving. That's what they call it in yeah. Kaikota. Going down for muscles, mate. We're going down for a power dive, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's all me. That's how eating- the chicks used to talk. Get down for a power dive. <laughs> oh, I had a guy go down and power dive on me, but he couldn't find a fucking power in the himself. <laughs> oh. He was down there hunting around for half an hour. He couldn't find no fucking power, no fucking kinner, no fucking muscles, nothing. Shut up. <laughs> that was my bit Shut about power diving, up, man. man. I'm a stand-up comedian. Do you not realize this? Right, so um, okay, so I think we've covered fat, fat influencer, or fat, or, or fat influencer, because you know the other thing, the other big thing these days is the fat fitness influencers, like the Sports Illustrated model. The cover of the Sports Illustrated was a fat check. Yeah, and what about Lizzo? Lizzo, she's out there doing fat things. I mean, I'm a bit fat, but you know, so I can't talk. Obviously, I am a chubby motherfucker, so I am throwing stones hey, in a glass house. But you can call out when you see a fatty. You're not you a pork call guy out when you see a thinny, though. But I know I used to be big old porks. I'm half a pork in there. I'm ha- I'm like a half pork roast, whereas before Trump. I was a full pork. Pig on a spit. Pork up. <laughs> full pig on a spit. All right, so before we get into Jay Ray's voicemail, um, yeah, uh, here we go. A little bit more interactive media for everyone. Cool, <laughs> man. Uh, what happens in China? <coughs> jump on a shitty bridge. How's old mate? Look at old mate. He's jumping. <laughs> Hang on, no, no. Before, stop, 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 stop. Oh, I oh. thought you could have, you could have like contexted it up a little bit better for our listeners. So, okay, okay, they know, okay, okay. They know what we're looking at. Oh, Start again, so mate. Going, no, okay, you're so learning. You're learning. Dodgy, you went in a bit too hot. Dodgy bridge in China. Okay. Dodgy okay. bridge. It's not chippy. It's what not chipping. No. What are we looking at, though? How many people? Okay. Oh, we're looking at lots of people on what seems to be a very poorly uh, built bridge in a third world country. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Press play. Now, if you look at old mate in the black hat, okay. Oh, is there's it, a can monkey. You see my mask? Can you see my mask there? There was a monkey. Yeah, carry on. Oh, my mask, my mouse. Okay. Yes. Watch old mate. <laughs> Mask. He's he's a silly fucker. He's a silly fucker jumping up and down. He's having to jump up. <laughs> what? Everybody goes down. Oh, he's jumping. Oh, and he stays up. And he's the only one that holds on. <laughs> oh wow. <sighs> People eat sh- eat shit, but that's not a big oh. bridge. There's no fatalities there. Is there? 
couple of broken shins, maybe a wrist. Oh, there's a couple of old people. There's probably oh, a there's a couple of, of old granddads, ah. Yeah, there's a couple of hips there, eh? Fuck, that, that ain't no Cave Creek, mate. Crikey. Oh. That was bad. Bad. Oh, it's bad. That was a bad part of um, West Coast heritage. So let's brighten the mood up with uh, my next topic is um, another sort of uh, supportive, interactive thing, you might say. And that is with our previous uh, our previous guest on the Fu Man Swoo show, which was Ben McKinnon. Now, he has got a book out, and I'm about to add this to my basket. I'm going to do that right now. Clickety-click. $30 Australian and only $79 postage. <laughs> Just kidding. Looks like it's only five bucks. But anyway, um, yeah, BMAC, we, we talked it a little bit. We talked a little bit about it at the, at the podcast that we did with him, but he's uh, he is very, uh, let's say, learned in the school of lucid dreaming. And he's got a book out at the moment. So if you're into lucidity in your dreams, then you should check this wow. out. Have you, let's talk about this topic because, um, so please check this out. It's on Etsy. Um, I don't really know how to maybe just go into Etsy and then search Ben McKinnon yoga, or even just search the title of the book diary of a lucid dreamer. I'll stop sharing, but yeah, have you ever, have you ever had a lucid dream before? What do you, what's a lucid dream? Oh, good question. So it's a dream where you're uh, in your dream and you realize, oh, shit, I'm dreaming. Oh, cool. So then you look around, you're like, oh, sweet. I know that I'm in the dream. So this is just playtime. Let's go. Do you, yeah. Have you had them before? Nah, bro. Yeah. Oh, no way. <gasps> Not one. I don't think so. Oh, shit. And you would know because I've only had a handful. Um, I can think of about maybe four in my whole life, whereas BMAC probably has them on the regular. There's a process on how to get there. Um, so it's really hard for me to explain other than what I just did before, which is you're in your dream and you, it's like you wake up and you know, it's like it's basically the Matrix movie, right? So you've woken up and you're like, oh, I'm in the Matrix. And so you know everything's not real. And you're like, oh, sweet. And my lucid dreams always end up with me just doing the most randomest shit, like stealing people's like Grand Theft Auto shit. Like I'm just going to cruise around and um, just talk to anyone and steal this car and drive it off here and go off-road driving and all this sort of shit. Yeah. Have you never, never had a lucid dream before? Never, bro. I just had wow. to my background because Sophie doesn't want me to show it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fair enough. So um, maybe this book is good for you because actually for anyone listening out there, if you haven't had a lucid dream, then you're missing out. Oh, <laughs> I'm serious. This is some serious shit. This ain't no fucking wacky dacky <laughs> bullshit, man. This is true stuff. A lot of, I'm surprised you haven't actually, you're, in, I'm sorry, man. You're in a bit of a lower vibration, man. You know, <laughs> You need to you need to bring yourself up, level up as a human, okay? A, hum, a yeah. human. Get up there, man. Looking a toad, eh? <laughs> Looking a toad, yeah. It's nothing to do with any type of drugs. Actually, the less drugs you take, probably the better if you're into yoga and meditation. And I'll give you a little tip. I'll give you a little tip. 
and I don't even know if this is in the book, but I've heard it and it works for me once is if you want to lucid dream, have a clear head, nice, well rested. And just before you go to sleep, when you're closing your eyes, just say to yourself over and over again, I want to have a lucid dream. I want to have a lucid dream. Let's go. Let's bring it in. You just sort of, you know, it's like an affirmation in your head and your thought processes. I'm sounding like a real wacky dacky guy, but um, that is one tip. And one, the one time I did it, it worked straight away. But then a few times after it didn't. Did hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I, I think I've had dreams where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm dreaming. This is this is bullshit. I'm having. <laughs> well, that's it. That's all it is. Is when you realise you're in a dream. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, and then so there's levels to it. So like BMAC will obviously talk about the different levels and what you can do in there and and the benefits and all that sort of stuff. And I think he's got some crazy stories in there of like entities that he's met in his dreams and like some real dark heavy shit so i'm quite excited to hear some of the yarns he's been exploring in his brain pretty cool um what was i going to tell you the um does does leonardo dicaprio um turn up why inception inception well it kind of is like that Oh, I'd be cool. I'd be cool if Leonardo jumped into my dream. Ah, probably, there any, probably bummer, mate. Is there, naked, is there any naked Japanese men? That's the cool thing. You can probably create your own world. There must be levels to lucid dreaming, like almost like Minecraft. So you'd be going there and you're like, all right, this is my motherfucking brain. I'm going to do whatever the fuck we want. Right, we're going to go to Chopes, jump on a boat. I'm going to surf eight to 10 foot chopes in my dream and everyone's hooting and I'm going to make every barrel. That's the kind of level I'd love to get to. BMAC, help me out. Help us all out. Let's go and surf chopes in our dreams every night. Are you fucking around with your background, you egotistical homo? Look at you there, styling that nice left hand. Poor. Poor. Meanwhile, I've got fucking broken Venetians over here. <laughs> right, should we? Um, should we bring in? Let's bring in um, one of our listeners. Uh, pardon me, um, little wee voicemail, shall we? Oh, let's see what it is. Um, yeah. Kia ora, Audrey. Kia ora, B. Kelly. Oh shit, I mean J. Kelly. This your boy B. Ray here. I mean J. Ray. Sorry. Long time listener, first time caller. Nice. Just calling in to let you guys know you're doing a great job on the potty and would like to request a, nice a story. Voice. What a nice voice. What is the first time you got absolutely smashed by a wave while out there booging? Hodro, I know you like to waffle, so keep it short and sharp. <laughs> Jolin, if you could somehow weave into a story about buying your first car, maybe your favourite mini golf course, <laughs> and when you first kissed to be Nick Pack, that'd be great. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, that was sick. That was good. What did he say towards the end? He said, oh. your first car. Oh, that's a great story. And um, what else was it? Kiss, first time kiss B. McPake. I don't know. That was be early on when he was a young boy, I'm sure. When he was a young boy. Really young boy. Some young boy. Um, what was the question? I've forgotten already. <laughs> Thank you. When did we first get smashed by a wave? Oh, oh wow. That's proper wave 
Okay, you if you've got yours in your brain, I've got I'm just got to filter through mine. Um, I do actually, I do. Oh, it's cool. So, well, then it's then so you, lame. Yeah, well, it should be because that's when we were groms. Yeah, Although, totally. I wonder if we should dissect this question into like a the first kook beating or the first proper I'm out in the big stuff beating. Don't promote that beer, you bastard, you bastard, wanker. Um, you're like to Goldie, mate. You drink the competitor's beer. You're like, yeah, it's like slapping me in the face. At least I don't drink it at fucking 30 degrees. Like the Goldie, yeah. I know, but still, don't just do me a favor, mate. Get a Steiny or a Corona or a Stella. Corona's better than Horny, mate. And Steiny's better than Horny. Horny smells like Corona's farts. Right. And, Corona's good, mate. Horny smells like farts and marijuana, I reckon. Bottle, mate. It's yuck. Sorry. Anyway, no, you're right. <laughs> friends, I love, friends, are, friends are good to me. <laughs> I buy lots of your brands, you know it. I know you buy Emerson's, which is good. Thanks, mate. I'll keep you on for that. Okay, um, well, let's dissect it first. Coke beating, and then first proper. You know first, what you're doing, beating. Okay. Yeah, first, first proper, like, like I'm going in type thing. I, yeah, yeah okay. Okay, you go first. Oh, I've got I've got my first proper beating in my head, but we should start with the kook. So you go first. Have okay, you got a kook beating? kook beating? Yeah. Cool. I was 15 or 16. I'd just gotten into proper boogie boarding spins and rolls and um, drop kneeing and shit like that. And me and my mate, Ollie, we were hitting up Taylor's mistake. Um, nice, nice. Every, every day, no matter what, right? We're in our sixth form at school. We're bunking class, and it was on a. I think it was on a weekend, and uh, and um, Taylor's was about three to four foot. Oh, okay. Oh, and it was and it was coming in. It was it was offshore. It's coming in hot. <laughs> the rollers were coming in. The rollers, the fucking the crests of the wave. <laughs> and um, anyway. I was so nervous, like so scared. And I got a wave and I was like, you're just trimming on them and trying to do a kooky roll, you know. And you know, Taylor's real fat and like, but it's got a little bit of punch. It's got a little mm. bit of punch, you know. Yeah. And, I've only um, surfed it once, so I can't really comment. Yeah, it's got a bit of punch here on its day. Hmm. Anyway, um, I took off on this wave and then I was paddling back out. And to me, it looked like the horizon disappeared. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, scratching. Oh, I'm scratching. I'm scratching. And then I try to duck dive it. And I, I panic. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And I like, I throw my board and I go under. I get whitewashed. <laughs> like, I just get, I get fucking, you know, raggy doll, mate. Raggy doll. It was my first ever real rag doll. And I got the rag doll. And... and like, I was under, and I thought I was under for like two minutes and it would have been about five seconds. And fucking, I came up and I was like, <gasps> And I like paddled into the beach and I sat on the beach and I was just watching the rollers. <laughs> and I was so, I was so rattled. Despondent. I was, I was so rattled. I paddled back out. Nice. Unless I paddled back out. But I was, I'm so rattled. And I look back at that now and I'm just like, that's insane. The level of comfort after all these years of experience in heavy ways versus a fat, 
beach break that's got a little bit of size to it more than normal. Yeah. What dirty it. So it's nice. always stuck in my mind that day, that mm. moment. Always stuck in my mind what it did to me. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the first kookiest um, beating was just a moment where I, I, it was one of the first times I went out of my depth. So growing up in Karoro, Karora, buddy Karora, Greymouth. Um, well, I didn't grow up there completely, but I, I, I spent a, a section of my pubescent years there. Uh, me and Jay DeGault, me and Jay DeGoldy, no, no, pre-sax, me and Jay DeGoldy, um, <laughs> We, we used to surf all the time in Karoro with um, the likes of Bradley McEwen and um, just all the other randoms around like Bromley and the, and the Bruce brothers and other randoms like Logan Williams and Jeremy McEwen. And just, it was such a cool crew, such a cool crew. And the cool thing was, is bodyboarding was huge on the coast. So you just get little crews and little micro crews coming through. And I'm painting a wide story, but you can just see all these little <laughs> teenage teenage boys. Um, there's never any girls, unfortunately, bodyboarding. Uh, all these little teenage boys just cruising around and, you know, friends of friends. And we'd all surf together in Kororo, which is basically in front of the Maris Rugby Club rooms and also the suburb rugby league club rooms and the also the, um, the top 10 motor camp. So that big stretch. And also it goes all the way down to the pig farm and further south as well. But... I remember, you know, starting off um, tiny waves, then, you know, getting a good board. So I hadn't had a proper beating and I got my first Manta and you know, surfing the shories and then surfing the middle bank. And then sometimes we get a big out the back bank. So like you would, there'd be two stages, just, it's a bit, just a big beach break. So for people who don't know where this is, it's just a big beach break, a lot of sand moving, very tidal. And so, it would break way out the back quite often and it would get quite big and you couldn't really tell when you're grommet how big it was. And so what you do is you paddle a, paddle um, initially into the first dip and there'd be a real deep part, which is real weird. You get, it'd be like the shorey, super deep. You couldn't touch the bottom. Then you come up and then you get this gnarly sandbar, this low tide sandbar. And then you'd, you could stand up and you'd look back and you're like hundred meters from the beach, fully standing up up to your shins and in, in water. And then you'd have to get past those breakers. So a second set of breakers and you'd get out the back, you know, out the back. And I remember this, um, it was the first big day out the back. And I just remember just getting out the back was oh, terrifying. You know, like true proper power, the first true, first true power waves. Like how do I get under these, you know, just getting absolutely smashed, trying to get out. And I finally got out after just so many beatings. So my first proper beating was duck diving. Yeah. Just trying to get out Me and too. just getting destroyed. That was it. And then I went out and just caught the next wave in because I was so gassed and scared. And I just pretty much bottom, just bottom, to, just straight handed it straight in because I was shitting. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first beating story is just duck diving at low tide Karora. Pretty uneventful, but um, that's my first beating it, story. It always is, but it's always a big deal for us. But if you like your experience, if you look at it being like this child's play, you know mm. what I mean? It's, it's, it takes a lot. Like I think because we're so used to the heaviness of Blake Town, it takes a lot mm, to be it like, does. Oh. But see, that was pre Blake Town for me. So I didn't even really know true power, just new West Coast power, generic beach break west coast power a lot of those beaches on the coast like they're, they're, we've got so many good times at those but they're not heavy eh? 
Because we yeah. usually surf them on like a combo swell on a shorey, eh? Yeah. But you've never surfed Karoro at the back. That used to be a thing. Banks are yeah. real different now. Like we used to, yeah. used to be really good waves out the back, but yep. you don't really see them very often these days. No, I remember seeing them back in the day, like when mm. we went over the coast. Like, Quite like rare. Tizzy used to point those banks out. And I'm like, yeah, that mm. looks pretty good. Mm. A couple of my mates went out there and got some pipes years ago. And me too. I remember um, periodically what happened, it probably breaks quite a lot but because blake town's usually pumping as well when it's pumping you know you just surf blake town you get but the drift though as well like you know you do in Corona, unless it's like a um you know a bit of a combo swell then it's a bit more evened out eh? but um oh my god I've had some amazing surfs in Corona over the years but it's probably because i just don't check it very often every once so, in a while every once yeah. in a while you get those um south swells on the beaches on the coast where mm. um because you, you normally you need a north swell and a com, but or a bit of a combo swell for it to get like a framey and yeah, and drifty. Yeah, but exactly. I've had the odd session over the years where they're just a magical bank will line up on mm. one of those one of those random beaches, mm. and it's because it's south swell. Mm. It's it is heavy. Like I've had some, yeah. I've had some heavy sessions, but oh, yeah, wow. the power of Blackdown can't be beaten though. I just want to, can I chime in a Karora story? Cause I love, I just want to document the story cause it was amazing. So, and then we'll get to you with your proper beating story and then my proper beating story. Okay. I'll bring up the photo actually. I've got the photo of it. Oh, of what again? Of my beating. Oh, the one you're talking about. The Oh, the, no, the, the big beating. The big beating. Oh, well, can you, should I share this Karora story first before you share? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, don't, don't bring up the pic just yet. So I remember it would have been 1997 or 1998, and I'd been living up in Gizzy, and I'd been, you know, missing missing home, missing the West Coast, just pining about Karoro and just grommet days, you know. And um, I remember I come home for like a holiday break. It might have been, it's probably Christmas holidays. Well, no, I think it might have been mid-year or something, because I remember it being quite gloomy and, and, and gray. Although that, that does happen in, in summer. So anyway, I get home and um, I think I get granddad. No, it wasn't granddad Trev. It might've been, I can't remember who it was, but I got a, I got a ride to Karoro, had my surfing gear. It was like super late, just got into town. It was like an hour before dark. And I was just, you know, this is before the surf record, you know, surf forecast, um, you know, power that we have on our phones. We can just mm. check the surf. So it was just on a whim. And how cool is that? You know, you just go to the beach and you have no idea. Yeah. No idea what the conditions are like. Whereas these days you have an inkling kind of takes away the magic of it actually, when mm. I think about it, but you know, I had that magic of just, I have no idea what the surf's going to be like. I get there. I'm, so, I'm just like breaking the door open I'm straight down the beach. And I look out and it's just two to three foot combo swell, um, dark blue, green um, water and Rory Herks out. And and I think like the Goldie and Lowy and another couple of guys have maybe either just surfed and they've just come in because it's like an only hour left of light. And I've just gone, oh my God, I'm straight out there. And it was just like a like a middle, just a little bit further out than a shorey. So like not a full shorey, but just a little bit further out. It was just the perfect conditions, just shreddable, two to three foot, light offshore. Oh man, that was such a beautiful memory. The coast so is beautiful. like the coast is like heaven on those days. I know it really is. Those, 
those warm, even in the middle of winter, when you get those warm offshore days as the sun's up, it's on those beaches. It's <clears> like <throat> a little fun park pipes. Just it's and no one around. It. And it's it's one of those days too where you could just like walk eighty meters south and you'll find another peak, yeah. and then walk another hundred meters and find another peak. You know, one of those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The memory, like there was one particular memory at a river. I won't name that river. No, don't. Pulled up, pulled up in a car with boys, and you could see it was on the other side of the river mouth, and you could mm-hmm. see the the these less sort of just grinding mm-hmm. the top of the wave. You could only see the top of the wave, and it was yeah. just sort of grind because it was hidden behind a big like gravel island. Yes, and it was about like three or four hundred meters away. And I said to the boys, I said. We're all like umming and ahhing, and it was a real mid day. I think I even text you, and you're like, nah. No, I was there. I remember that day. Now, this is a different day. You went out there at this one. Oh, yeah, I probably would have said no then. But there, I do remember that day you were talking about as mm. well that we did a similar Same thing. thing. It was you couldn't see it. Day. You couldn't see it, but you could see yeah. something. But this, this one, right? Mm. So, like, I said to the boys, I'm just like, fuck it, I'm just going to paddle over. And I paddle through, paddle up there through the lagoon got on top of the mm. on the gravel island when i stood mm. up this three foot left like bundaka just went no it's crazy eh? we just had like three hours of it it was just mental yeah it was just so warm and like just the lighting and the wind and everything it was just magic okay so my uh my real beating uh mm-hmm. i've had I've had two beatings that really come to mind. There was one at Blake Town where I was out by myself, and I just that's quick. And I got mm-hmm. absolutely, it was like one of those days where it was a combo swell, but it was breaking in the corner, but there was a huge amount of water moving. It was like four foot by myself, and I got I got sent to the deep, dark Aquaman depths on one. And then as soon as I came up, I got another one right on the head, like literally popped up and then like another crazy one on the head. And I was like, I'm going in this I'm by myself. I'm nearly out by the tip head, like at the end, I'm finding the route. I got to go in. This is fucking dumb. Okay. So that was, it was nearly basically a two wave hold down. This one. It was so quick though. Like I want to, I want to hear the story. Like, no, 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 no. This is the some, real beating. Paint me this some colors. This is the real beating. Can you oh, see this? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. See, let's talk about wave height. See, for me, that's knowing your height, mm. for me, that's four to five feet. Okay, so so this is me shoulder hopping one, right? Yeah. This is, it is. Lit- this is literally me <laughs> shoulder hopping this. This is maxed out six to eight foot rutaki. That is, eh? That wavers. Yeah, this is maxed out six to eight foot routine. My range is all up the wazoo. That I shoulder hopped. I shoulder (laughs) hopped this. Well, look at look at me. I'm fully stretched out, and I'm six foot, right? And you wave height isn't eight foot. Yeah, but you can't actually see the bottom of the wave. There's still quite a bit of wave to go Mm, because mm. this is taken from land a long way. Like, yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, this is taken. Give you that. It's probably five foot. it's, it's literally, foot. it's below, it's bigger than that. It's five okay. foot. Carry on. It's literally bigger than that. Carry on. Anyway, I, I, this, so it was closing out of the keyhole. You know how it closes out? Yeah, Buzz. I took off I on know. this. Yeah. I got to the bottom 
and this is you can see the back of the wave look how heavy i know wave, that wave is so heavy such a and sick I, wave if i hadn't shoulder hopped i probably would have got a crazy pipe and then could have pulled through the, oh it looks like a section coming you could have launched off this so i took off and then it started to close out in front of me and so Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is a six, at least a six foot wave behind me, and then it grows and it's below sea level. Like, this is taken from a long way away. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty photo. Anyway, I get to the section where I'm like, do I pull in and then try to pull through the back or straighten out? And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to straighten out. And so I, <laughs> I straightened out. And I'm flying over the reef, and I can tell there's just inches of water. And I'm like, do I let go of my board or I do kit? But then I, just as I thought that, I let go of my board. I let, I got blasted off my board. And I'm literally, I can remember, I'm flying across the reef. And I'm trying to like starfish. Oh, yeah, like the lobster. Trying to, try to, I'm, try, I'm not starfish, cool on the ball. I'm trying to stay as, as high up in the water <laughs> in the whitewash as possible. Yeah. And then I could just feel it. And then all of a sudden, I just, my rib cage just cheese grates across the oh, entire reef. No. The whole rib cage just cheese grates across the entire reef. Ouch, man, and then, that hurts. And, and then when I came up, I get the same thing as happening at Blaketown. Just before I came up, another one hit me. And oh, I'm, you got the double oh, wave, hold down. Yeah. And I, uh, so I was down for, I think I was down for about 30 to 40 seconds. It was so maxed out. Ahi Newby was surfing the reef. 30, the... 40 seconds. You're tripping. The exaggerator. Oh, yeah. It's 10 yeah, you're to 15. Right. You're probably right. You're probably right. You're probably yes, it right. Is. It would have felt like 30 to 40, but it was definitely it was 10 long. to 15. It was a long time. <laughs> it was a long time. And the so... embellisher strikes at you. <laughs> I anyway. must need to. I need to sing. I need to create a fucking embellish a sting. I reckon. I need to find the the video. So I need to find oh, while we're talking. So that was the most heaviest hey. beating I've ever had. That okay, cool. That I'm telling you, that's a shit photo. We got fuckle photos of that day. But me and mm. me and Brooksy were out, and we were both because it wasn't working. Like I've surfed a Rutaki at six to eight foot on that same trip, where the yes, angle, same. the swell angle, was actually perfect. So I was out all day just getting crazy pits with Nate Smith and um, that Eric guy and a few locals. Like, mm-hmm. But the angle was perfect. But on this day that we paddled out, it was like coming in too much from the south. A bit more closey so, Yeah, so it was like closey yeah. and it was just, yeah. and it was bigger. It was bigger. It was gnarly. It seems like, like that too. It's scary. Like, it's like that. We were just shitting ourselves. Like it was mm. so hectic because it was mm. just too closey outy, and yeah. it was just sucking all the water off the reef. Oh, anyway, it is. Um, and so yeah, I took. I've never forget taking off that wave and be like, what do mm. I do here? I've, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, fucking so scary. Um, all right. Find, um, while we're talking, I'll find that video of uh, Nate Smith putting the lime on my cuts. I had cuts down my rib cage and then all down the other side of my leg. It's fun, isn't it? It's fun. All right, shall I um, tell everybody the story of my sort of more progressive beating, not just the kook beating, the biggest beating? I actually, oh, okay. I talk about the <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm just talking about like, you know what I mean? Don't be silly. Um, there, so I think I've talked about this actually 
hopefully not in a previous podcast, oh. uh, but I know that I've done it in the Blaketown documentary. <laughs> It'll never come out. Um, so Blaketown was where my biggest beating came from. It was uh, it was a summery day. We're talking probably 10 years ago and probably more actually, more like 12 years ago. And this was back when low tide Blaketown used to have a thing out the back so at the yeah. very yeah the very end of the tip so it was a lot of raw ocean and this was a this was a six to eight foot day but the wave that i took off on was probably i would say seven foot if i was really going to be picky it wasn't six wasn't eight it was in between six and eight foot so quite a large wave right there's no and, such thing as a seven foot wave <laughs> is there not <laughs> what do you mean do you seriously not think so? No. Well, okay. So then what? Six to eight then. Do I say that? Yeah. Okay. So the water was super warm. So you have this also this false sense of it's not as heavy. Do you ever get that in the summertime where it's like, ah, it's nice and warm. I'm almost in my bodies. It's quite big. Doesn't feel as heavy. That was the kind of vibe. And there was quite a few people out. It was a perfect right-hand um, wave from out the back. It had a little bit, of, it had a lot of north in it actually, but it had enough south in it to be like a double swell and really peaky with no drift. So it was like you take any wave and you can either paddle out the rip or you can just paddle out the side. And I remember I was getting a bit cocky on it. Old Josie was getting a bit cocko. Yeah, so, please. What year? I would say 2007, eight. Yeah, um, maybe even earlier, maybe six, but it was it was a while ago, a while ago, oh, and this was back when we had like three or four years of just outback banks that would work on a combo swell and big north swells as well, and you'd get out and some of the get you'd get some of the craziest rides of your life, seriously, bruh, seriously, bruh. So anyway, ah. this wave, I'd been getting a lot of good prone waves, and I was like, okay, I'm getting a bit cocky. Shall I drop me a big one? Shall we see what happens if I really put my balls on the line and, and drop me one? So I said to myself, right, this I just do the old mental next wave that comes in, it's drop me. I don't care. Do you ever do that? I do that quite a lot. Where you say, yeah. where you say, oh, next wave's DK, no matter what. Do you ever do that? Yeah, yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. So I did that. And then, so right, big, big wave, four to not four, six to eight. I call it seven. 7.5 feet. The, I get up in the drop knee stance, sweet as, sweet as pie. Boom, I'm up. I start tracking down for the bottom turn. Start tracking down and I start the bottom turn and I've got so much fucking speed. I'm going like a hundred K on this fucking double swelled triangle of a wave on Outback Blaketown. And I start to put, engage my rail and then I feel the tail slide out instantly. Oh. So I'm down the bottom of the wave and now I've slid out and I look back up and I'm thinking, and time slowed down. I'm thinking, oh fuck, I'm about to get absolutely destroyed. So then I slide out. I don't penetrate the wave. I'm, I skip like a stone on a lake 
and I'm skipping down the wave. <laughs> That's the worst. You know when you skip and you don't yeah. penetrate? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm losing breath here. Can I penetrate, please? Yes. Yeah. So yes. I'm all, like, before I even penetrate, I've already lost my breath, you know? So then, <laughs> then I have this mountain of a wave break on me. So I'm not even under the water. I'm just on me. Oh. And then I just get absolutely destroyed. I think I swallowed water twice. I come up. Oh. I don't know how many seconds. But it was one of those ones where I came up and I went straight in. Like oh. there wasn't even a thought. Like, you know, sometimes mm. I've had beatings where you're like, oh, I'll be right. This was, I'm going in right fucking now. And I'm going to sit on that beach for half mm. an hour. And I did that. Mm. I just sat there and was just breathing, just like, <gasps> <gasps> one of those yeah. ones, man. Yeah. That that feeling when you're skipping like a stone across the water, you're like, can I please penetrate? I'm already out of breath and I've got so much more pain to go. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That was it. That was the one. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. That's I've my seen, story. Out the back, Blaketown, I have, uh, no, this is legit. I have seen Jade Morrison pull into an eight foot close out, out the back, Blaketown. There was yep. a weekend there when I first lived there in 2000. I remember that weekend. It was super offshore and the water yep. was kind of brownie. Yeah, yeah. I was there that Adam, weekend. Me, I think you had Addison. You couldn't. I got into surf. it real late. I only got in one surf that whole weekend. Yeah. Yep. Me, Addison, Adam. It was torturous. McFake might have come yeah. out for a session because oh, surfing sw- corner and Adam put on a clinic. Can I chime in? Yeah. I took fo- I took footage that day. I took um. Where it's on it? my it's on my Facebook. We can find it. We can find it. I took um Adam Adam had a fucking photo. Adam had a photo of him doing an ear forward that I took as his like Facebook background photo of that day. Do you remember that pipe I got that I paddled down the beach because I was like not getting anything corner and I got and remember those huge cleanup sets that would come through? Mm -hmm. Because this was like proper six to eight foot like town at the back. And I got I, I and I paddled down the beach because I knew they were real makeable. But I I paddled down, and then yeah. just just before I got my, just before I got my best way, my only my only good one wave when I paddled down, hmm. this set just stacked the horizon. It just oh. stacked the horizon, and I just started motoring for it. And I could hear you and Kingy like going paddle, oh, paddle. <laughs> I could hear you screaming at me from you know like hundreds of meters away and I, yeah. and I i made it and i just got under this fucking bomb and i got under it and then i got my breath back and then i got the one of those white one of those black town i haven't seen black town do that for years but one yeah. of the ones where you get the long bottom turn and then that big perfect pipe mm. and i just came and i did the old i did the classic hot job i just got this mm. like, it was like a six foot pipe and i just did the big yeah. <laughs> big claimo yeah i think you and i think i think king saw it and he was losing it but yeah uh, oh, just man. before you get it so here we go um I'm trying to i can't find the photos they'll be on a drive somewhere i reckon but i saw jade morrison my wave was like five to six foot i think it was six foot I don't know i'll call it six foot i saw jade morrison pull into a tr- double triple up in the corner what like it was eight foot, and I was down the beach, so I could look straight into it. Yeah, it was eight foot. Like it was the heaviest, widest keg I've ever seen anybody pull into in New Zealand. Fuck. Okay, I'm going to share my screen. Please do. Share sound. 
Tell me if this is too. Oh, this is, is this the um? This is old NATO um, doing my ribs. I think we <laughs> we we'd already done my like shins and shit. Right, Benny, you ready? This is when I was a bit skinnier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a bit skinnier there. Oh, that's a gnarly. Oh, you can see the one on my on guts this? as well. Yeah, <laughs> you need it. Yeah. Take it, you pussy. Can you hear Take the sound? it. Can you hear the sound? No, no, you need yeah. it. No, I need to get. Oh, no, need stop, to get in there. stop, 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 stop. Just it's going to get infected. Stop. Yeah, no, you're a pussy. So, so you should have taken heaps more than that, mate. <laughs> you should have taken heaps more than that, you drone. <sighs> oh, that's good. <laughs> that was clear. He's so good that he filmed that. This is the mm. day. This was the day, actually, I'll share this. This is the day I was telling about when it was six to eight foot and just perfect, though. Have you got some more um, footage oh, yeah, of it? Oh, he's a Maddie. He's a cutie. Oh. Yeah, bum bum. Hey, oh. stop. That's rude. Um, rude. Look at that. That's the day that it was just perfection. Yeah, that's three to four foot. <laughs> that's nice. a four foot wave. It's a three foot wave. That's a three-foot wave. There were bigger ones coming through like this. Yeah. For me, oh, and that looks like the most perfect three-foot right there. <laughs> Where'd that one nice? <laughs> there were <a> big ones. <laughs> That's a stand-up. It's you a drop-knee drop knee, drop knee pit, mate. It is you call everything three-foot. I do not. Call, you I call do everything not. three-foot. This is untrue. You call this everything untruth. You literally call everything. This is a blasphemy. This is a falsehood, my friend. A falsehood on you. You call everything three foot. Eh? <laughs> Your mum's three foot. <laughs> fuck, we're dragging out here, cunny. We need well, to, let's three bail. It was a good chat. Hour and a half. Let's fuck off. Yeah. Okay, well, last one for me. Um, uh, last one for me. Uh, if you'd like to um, see one of the best comment sections on YouTube and in the world, go to Brendan Shaw, the Gringo Puppy special, the worst um, comedy special of all time. Uh, don't subject yourself to 30 minutes of watching it. Did it's you watch just, it? Any, but, any of it? Yeah, yeah. I sat through it just so I could um, just so I could rip it, rip but it out. Were you? Was your perception coloured already by? Other people's reviews. Uh, no, he's the guy's the biggest fraud in the world. Like honestly. he's not that funny. You go to Reddit, search the fighter and the kid, and if you want to see the best Reddit on a page <laughs> on the internet, join the fighter and the kid Reddit. He's he's quite good at podcasting though. Yes. No, he talks over everyone. He's <laughs> he's a liar. He bullies everyone. He is he is better? Is he better just when he does it when it's just him? Okay, no. I can't listen to him. I hate him. I, oh, oh, wow! You're uh, you're like yeah, a fanboy who's I, been. I got you into him. I got you into did. him. You did. And then and what? Uh, he, he he was really like uh, honest and humble, and like when he first got into it. And then it was around about 27, 2018 when it all went to his head. And now he just lies and lies and lies, and he's yeah. I just can't stand. Well, I anyway, think you right. might have gone a bit too hard. I think you might have gone a bit too fanboy on him, and you've um he's like, he's broken your heart. Well, I don't know if he's broken my yeah, he's broken my heart. I just like <laughs> I I'll listen to someone else who's actually got something of value to say, like Luke Thomas. If you want to watch something good, you want to watch an epic like MMA podcast, watch Morning Combat. 
this. Thank you. I got into that because of you. So um, I just listened to it via audio. I don't watch it, but um, thanks, bro. I'm enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Oh, is it better just on the video? It's good because they do that. Like, I really only have so much time, man, yeah. for, for um, video stuff. Okay. But I agree. Yeah. I agree. Sorry. Can I just agree with you? I agree that Shorb's a bit of a dick these days. He does. Yeah. I've seen him talk over the top of. Um, you know his crew on the fighter i'm not the fighter and the kid but like um the king and the sting and the wing uh podcast but it's cool because delia chris delia is great because he kind of grounds shab a little bit you know because delia doesn't really put up with his bullshit which is quite Gross. nice quite refreshing i just can't listen to the mate. but no i still i still can I, th- I think you've gone a bit too hard in the paint towards um brendan and i think you should be a bit nicer you should watch. Um, I think you should, you should be a bit the, nicer. You should get onto the Reddit and see all of the horrible shit that he's done to people. Like Sue I would rather small, not because it's all hearsay. No, it's not. Like sue small YouTubers for making fun of him and getting them uh, demonetized. Oh, I still think he's funny. Make fun of him. Just I still think he's fun funny sometimes. He's a fucking douchebag. He is a douchebag, uh, but I still think he's funny. That's one I thought was just the uh, my absolute favorite was our, uh, our favorite Amber Heard. Um, no, faking. really, her pen does not no. touch the paper. Her pen does not touch the paper. The pen does not touch the paper. Okay, she's oh, not touching paper. Yeah, she's acting the whole time. Watch the lawyer. She passes the it back. And then- I'm pausing, turning the sound off. Watch the lawyer. The lawyer's like, what the fuck? He's hang looking on, down. He's like, on, he's oh, dear. And, and then it's slow. A slow eyelid close. Quick shake of the head. <laughs> oh, my God. So for those of you who are listening, it's Amber Heard. And during her trial, and she's pretend writing notes, right? Yeah. Pretend writing notes. Hands the pretend note to someone behind her. And then her lawyer's like, what the fuck? Just goes to show you, she is borderline psychopathic and she is acting. I don't think she realizes uh, who she is, if it's if it's one big act or just she's putting on an absolute show. Oh, fuck. She's crazy. Great, great. <laughs> so great, great. Never trust a fat fitness. Of, uh, never, trust, never trust a hot actress. <laughs> Not her. Johnny Depp Not did that the hot actress. ultimate. Johnny Depp did the ultimate midlifer. Traded in for a younger bottle. Look where got, got stitched up, eh? Got stitched up on the younger oh, model big time. Got him. Hey, um, it was nice for a chat. Now, fuck off, would you? I'm going to go do yeah, some shit. Fuck off. Fuck off, would you, mate? Shut up. Catch up next time, mate. Uh, we'll see you have later. a guest on next. Uh, Del Russ, Sam Peters, Wolves. Jolin's uh, failed. He's our booking talent, booking agent. Oh, I'm just lazy. They're all sitting right there waiting to be plucked. I just need to pluck the bastards. So I'll do that. Yeah. Do that. I'll do that next next step. John and Tim, thank you for the uh, incredible offer for uh, the shared uh, podcast studio uh, to do our Wowsy interview. I think we'll probably take you up on that offer. Um, And uh, we'll we'll get Wowsy in person. We should just bring them all in. I'll bring some mics as well. We'll just get five of us us in there. Just get five of us in there. Should I do a fart on air? Wait for it. (laughs) That's no, that's just no, that's that's, I'm cutting that. No, you've got to leave that in, man. (laughs) No, you have to leave it in.
So that's the, I was hoping for a little squeaker. That was wet. Yes, please that keep was, it in, man. That's gold. Squelchy. Go that is what we call podcast gold, mate. Go wipe your bum. See you, mate. Go wipe your bum. See you, mate. Bye.